You're listening to The Bossy Type, your unconventional how-to for building a bold business or personal brand through the power of words and sometimes other creative stuff. I'm Elise, director and head writer of Bossy Copywriting, home of bold clients, funny writers and the occasional swear word. Every Tuesday and Friday, I'll be sharing my bite-sized wisdom, quizzing creative experts and chatting with the brands you wish you were. So make a margarita and join me for The Bossy Type, where we make words and brands our bitch. Before we get started, a quick PSA. Head to bossycreative.com to download my very free, very juicy guide to building a bold brand. It's packed with loads of tips from Bossy's favorite creative experts and covers everything from copywriting to graphic design to social media to marketing to everything else. Okay, hit subscribe now because we all know you're going to forget and let's get started. Hey, welcome to episode 11 of The Bossy Type. Now, anyone that knows me knows I am the world's biggest birthday person. My birthday goes for at least two weeks. But this month was Bossy's fourth birthday and it kind of flew under the radar. I mean, I didn't entirely forget, but I also didn't celebrate, which is very unlike me. Didn't even get myself a cake. And I guess just between launching this podcast and being super busy with everything else that's going on, my mind was kind of elsewhere. But today I have been thinking back on the past four years of Bossy and how much everything has changed. And if I'm super honest, I have been in a bit of, well, when I say a bit of a rut, I mean a huge, oversized, giant, enormous fat rut this week thanks to lockdown. I'm not feeling particularly excited by anything and I've got zero motivation. I'm pretty sure a lot of other people are feeling this way too. But in moments like this, I think it can be really helpful to think about how far you've come versus just where you're at now and what you might be struggling with. So today I'm sharing probably the four biggest learnings I've learned across the past four years of Bossy. By the way, I'm in the process of planning some new podcast episodes. So if there's any topics or episodes that you want to hear on the Bossy Type, come over to Instagram at bossy.copywriting and slide into my DMs. So the first biggest learning is grow up by niching down. So you might've heard me talking about niching down in episode one, which is where I talk about how I built my bold brand. And in there, I talk about how I originally started with three creative services. So at the beginning, I actually offered copywriting, styling, and social media. And it wasn't until a couple of years in that I actually niched down to copywriting. In the beginning, I think I was just not confident enough in copywriting and I didn't think it would be as popular as it was. But then eventually as the work picked up, I realized that what I was offering was unique and it was something that people were interested in. So I decided to ditch the other two services and really niche down to copywriting, give it my full attention. And once I did that, I found that the work just flowed. So if you're struggling with that as well, rather than trying to please everyone and getting really worked up that you might be cutting yourself up off from clients, try to be an expert at one thing, because when you do that, people feel like you're speaking directly to them and they're definitely more more likely to become your customer or client. Learning number two, there's more than one way to skin a cat. (laughs) I hate that saying, but I couldn't really think of a better analogy. And I feel like when we're talking about success, it rings so true. So I think we can get really stuck on the traditional definition of success and what that looks like. I know I definitely did. We can feel like we haven't really made it if we don't have an office or we don't have lots of staff or we don't have 
10,000 Instagram followers, but that's just one person's idea of success. Someone else's idea of success, which is probably more aligned with how I feel, is traveling to Europe for six months and working with a laptop. So it's really difficult to kind of think of your own idea of success when we're, t- we're taught that there's one way of success and you don't really align with that. And I find that I compare myself to other people just as much as anyone else and I get really caught up on it. But I try to remind myself when I'm looking at people like that, that there's not only one way to be successful. You just have to be a little bit creative and work out what's right for you. I started the Bossy Supergroup because I was over capacity by a long shot, but I wasn't prepared to, and I couldn't really afford to pay you know, a bunch of staff. So that was my creative way of growing the team, growing bossy, taking on more work, spreading the word without spending every last cent in my bank account. So just remember, just because you aren't doing things the traditional way, or if you're not really on that path yet, it doesn't mean that you're not as successful as someone else. Learning number three, if it makes life easier, it's money well spent. I can't tell you how many times I've been nervous to spend money on something important. And as soon as I do, I think, I wish I did this years ago. This has definitely been a recurring theme for me. I'm kind of a bit frivolous with my own money in personal life, but I feel like I'm a tight ass when it comes to business money. And it just is something that I struggle with whenever I have to make a big decision. Even when I went from working from home into a co-working space, which was partly due to wanting some human interaction and partly because I had just got a new puppy and he wouldn't stop barking at me. I really struggled with the thought of spending so much money on rent every single month. I thought I would be better off saving the money and just continue working from home. But once I actually signed that lease and I was in, I was so happy and I wish I'd done it months and months earlier. And to be honest, I didn't even notice the money going out once I was actually working from there. Then when I went from working from the co-working space into my own office, I ended up making the money back because I was being so productive and I was getting so many projects that it actually worked out in my favor. When I expanded Bossy into a super group, that was because I was really capped at how many projects I could take on. But as soon as I expanded them, now we're able to work with more people, we can grow. And that's despite me having to pay the writers to actually do the work. I've recently hired someone to help with all those admin tasks that we all hate doing. And up until now, I've always worked nights and weekends chipping away at this stuff until I had a taste of someone else doing it for me. And now I couldn't imagine doing it myself. I'm still doing some of it myself and I'm constantly thinking about how I just want to give this away for good. Even things like education, workshops and courses, they can seem a bit expensive, but as soon as you sign up to those courses or you start doing a workshop, you realize that you're learning so much and you can actually make that money back because you can implement everything you've learned and gain some more clients. When it comes to things like outsourcing, so obviously I've had someone helping me with admin, outsourcing is one of those things you're always really scared to do because it's going to eat into your money, but it is the best decision you can possibly make. And once you do get rid of all those jobs that you don't really need to be doing, you can actually focus on the stuff that matters. So I try to remind myself of all this whenever I get nervous to spend money and just remember that you have to spend money to make money. Learning number four, it'll never be perfect. Stop trying to make it perfect. So if you wait till you have your business plan perfected or you've nailed every part of your business or you've come up with your entire strategy, you're never going to actually launch it. You don't need to have everything in place to launch because 
newsflash, you never ever do have everything in place. I like to think of your brand like your formal. <laughs> You're always going to look back in a few years and be embarrassed by it. You'll cringe at the emails you sent. You'll die over the pitch deck you sent people. You'll delete everything you originally posted on Instagram. Usually that is what is going to happen. And even if you're not embarrassed, things are still going to change over time. You might tweak your service offering, or you might decide to add a new product, or you might change your entire model. So rather than waiting for perfection, which doesn't actually exist, get it to a place you're happy with and just launch. That way you can always tweak things along the way as you learn what works with yourself and your customers. Okay, let's recap those learnings one more time. Learning number one, grow up by niching down. Find the one thing you want to focus on and become an expert at it. Learning number two, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Don't get too caught up on the traditional idea of success and figure out your own version of it. Learning number three, if it makes life easier, it's money well spent. This could mean anything from renting an office space to outsourcing to education. Learning number four, it'll never be perfect. Stop trying to make it perfect. Just get your idea to a place that you're happy with, launch it, and then you can tweak as you go. And that is my four biggest learnings from four years of Bossy. Maybe for her fifth birthday, we'll have to have a big party. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Bossy Type. If you haven't already, tap the subscribe button for new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you got something out of this episode, I'd love it if you could rate, review, share on Instagram, text your friends, tell the whole world, all the things. In the meantime, come hang out with me on Instagram at bossy.copywriting or at Elise Elise, spelt A-L-Y-C-E. Bye.